Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Adam. How's everything going in the land of solar? You know, it's always great, you know, when we finish a project and the customers are always, not always, but most of the time they're super excited that they went solar. And this time of year, you know, when we're getting people calling us saying, okay, you know, I got my thousand dollar electricity bill for the last month only. Uh, uh, I, I can't take it anymore. I've been resisting, resisting, holding out, holding a thousand dollars just out the door. Can't take it. And so people are super excited to go solar, which is great. And so yep. when we we are able to get them, you know, this person, we we sign them on uh, June 23rd and we finished everything today on July 22nd. So less than 30 days, which is awesome. So, wow. Yeah. Be like were, a Domino's pizza. 30, um, 30 days or your money back. Are, um, <laughs> then we'll have charged you know, triple, quadruple, like Domino's does. But in any event, nope, uh, we're not going to do that because so much, of, you know, if uh, Domino's had to get a permit and then they had to get PG&E <laughs> approval and then, they, you know, all that stuff, then I don't think they would commit to that. But we here at the pizza department, yes. Yeah, there's this, it's really great when customers are super happy and and so are we. So <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. a, it's, a, it's a great business for sure. Yeah, cool. What's but on the to, docket for yeah, today? Yeah, so there's... There's a few things that have happened uh, in this last week that are pretty impactful. Uh, the first thing was uh, the Joe Biden, when he first took office, said he wanted sweeping climate change reform. So uh, earlier this year, uh, he proposed legislation that would commit $3 trillion to climate change. And specifically for solar, it was going to increase the tax credit to 30%. The current is at 26%. And mm-hmm. then it would be locked in for 10 years. And everyone in the solar business was a yoo-hoo, that's, that would be fantastic. Nice, Uncle uh, Joe. Yeah. Well, uh, announced this week, uh, he has no chance of winning <laughs> winning that, that in Congress. So uh, he's announced that it died. Um, and so right now, uh, as of July 22nd, the federal tax credit for going solar when you own it is 26%. Okay. And so come January 1st, it drops to 22%. Okay. The following year, it goes to 10%, and then it goes to zero for homeowners, 10% for commercial. I don't know why, but uh, it seems very arbitrary. But uh, mm. so, I mean, these are these are coming unless something happens. And so that's uh, item number one. Uh, item number two is uh, there's been lots of rallies. Uh, we've talked in previous podcasts about the net energy metering. and. Yep. PG&E wanting to reduce the credit on uh, solar, uh, on the excess solar power, but then also increase the access fee. So right now it's about $11 a month. Uh, 
when you're a solar customer and they want to change that to $10 per kilowatt. So a seven kilowatt system, PG&E wants to charge $70 a month, uh, which would wow. you know, not, not completely eliminate all the benefits of going solar. It would, you know, it would hurt <laughs> for sure. And in California, I think if all of those got approved, you know, if all of those happened, so the tax credit dropping to 22%, net energy metering going away and the access fee, I think 90% of solar customer solar companies would be going out of business. Um, and that's, oh, that's boy. a lot <laughs> that, yeah. that's Sunrun Tesla. I mean, they would just stop their, their solar divisions. Cause there's no way that, you know, if they could continue operations, you know, dropping 90% of their business. So that would be very painful. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it would eventually you know, pretty much knock out 90, like I said, 90% of the solar companies that are out there. And wow. that's okay. over 300,000 jobs and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, it's, it's a pretty serious deal and, you know, we'll see what happens, but, uh, not quite pressing the panic button yet, but it is, you know, if you're out there, and you're listening to this, we highly recommend, you know, especially if you already have solar, these things, you know, PG&E is not going to stop, uh, with just the new customers. They kind of want to roll this backwards too. So, uh, eliminating net energy metering one and two, and just forcing everyone into net energy metering three, which would not be our favorite for sure. So, and that's a, the, the big thing is that connection fee or access fee is what you call it. Is that yeah. What it is? Yeah. The access fee and PG&E, you know, I certainly hear their, their arguments is that, you know, with nor with non-solar customers, they might hear from their customers once every four years when it's a solar customer, they're hearing from them once every two to three months. If, if, and maybe even more often <laughs> because now people are highly paying attention to their electricity bills. So, um, anyway, so they have, to, and then they have whole departments and staffing and legislation and lobbying and everything. So they have a lot of costs plus, you know, the, they're paying for the lawsuits and everything. So, uh, understandable, but it is, uh, it's, it, we'll have to see what happens. You know, my prediction for all of this was that PG&E, you know, if tax credit went down, that means PG&E is going to increase rates by 10%. If the, uh, access fee goes up by, you know, a factor of 10 then that's going to make PG&E prices go up by a factor of whatever, you know, let's call it 30%. So uh, either way, solar will still make sense. I just think there's going to be way fewer, fewer uh, companies out there to offer it. So uh, we, (laughs) we're making plans for that. And so uh, what we're suggesting and our existing customers may uh, right now, when we do a solar project, uh, we just charge the installation essentially. So the, I was mentioning the customer today, super happy. Uh, my company, we proactively monitor every one of our systems. So if there's a problem, we generally see it before the client. Uh, now, but we, you know, we don't get paid anything <laughs> for this service and right. we're kind of obligated, you know, for the next 20 years to be monitoring their, their systems. And, what we're going to, if all of these things happen, of course, we want to stay in business because if we're not, and we're not doing new installs, then we are basically become a service company. We're going to have to start charging a, probably an annual fee for our customers to uh, have us track their systems. And if there's a problem, having us there and staying in business is in their best interest too. So uh, this, I imagine every solar company is going to do this if they're not charging for service already. Yep. Uh, but 
we're going to, all the solar industry is going to evolve into, instead of doing installations, we're going to be doing uh, repairs essentially. And so, you know, we'll, we'll have those uh, Maytag repair guy, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, advertising that you know, the guy's just bored, 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 but yep. uh, you know, we're to stay in business, we have to stay in business. And so uh, we'll, it, it'll be a small fee, but you know, if we, if we spread it around for everybody, then we will be able to service our clients going forward and stay in business. And, you know, maybe we should have done this from the beginning, but uh, we never, never anticipated that <laughs> all the incentives for solar were going to go away. But uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. But I think that might have to be the answer uh, for all of our clients. Hmm. Yeah. Rah. So. It is rough, but again, you know, PG&A may make it simple and just increase rates. You know, the guy I was talking about at the beginning who has a thousand dollar electricity bill this year, if he did not go solar, he'd be probably be looking at 1500 next year. So, uh, in the, in the month of, you know, June, July. So, wow, uh, that's a big, big incentive. And so that it'll still make sense to go solar, especially for businesses. Nonprofits are going to get crunched again. Uh, and so it's just, you know, it is, uh, Ah, boy, <laughs> it's we're like I said, we're not hitting the panic button yet, but uh, we do think that uh, we need to get prepared. We have about five more months until the end of the year and people are going to start panicking with us getting their installs done. And I was mentioning, you know, we got one done in less than 30 days, which is great. And uh, probably I would say probably top in the industry as uh, times timing in terms of timing. But I don't I as we hit towards October, I don't know if we're going to be able to get people in before the end of the year. So, uh, oof, it's going to be, it's going to be, a, it's going to be busy. It's going to be very yeah. busy, and then it might just drop off a cliff. Uh, so, but we'll see what happens, um, and we'll see what happens. You know, we'll see what happens with the tax credit. We'll see what happens with uh, the net energy metering, and we'll see what happens with the access fees. So. All kinds of fun stuff happening. So always something. <laughs> wow, definitely. So I always, you know, customers that you know, I, I'll keep looking. I'll watch it over. There's no better time to go solar than now. And uh, you know, people who are, we always say, you know, we're a zero pressure company, but uh, we don't really want people to come back next year and then they hey, they get mad at us or something like that. So, anywho, that's that's <laughs> this week in solar is uh, is uh, always exciting for sure. So. So even if someone has gone solar, they still should be kind of paying attention to this because their bill could suddenly change, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, PG&E being a monopoly. And again, you know, this applies to the rest of the country is that everyone's all these uh, utilities out there are watching what PG&E is doing. But PG&E happens to be a monopoly. So in Texas, for example, one company couldn't really just do this on their own. They would have to need they would need the entire you know, co-op system to agree to it. Uh, but in PG&E, California, it's essentially a monopoly. People don't really have an alternative and they're paying the highest rates in the country next to Hawaii. So, uh, you know, not, not a lot of benefit <laughs> to, uh, to being an electricity customer in California, but it's, uh, except for, you know, we get a ton of sun. It is, you know, there are, our systems are producing more power than ever. And it's really helping the grid, you know, to not uh, have us run into brownouts and blackouts. But uh, at the same time, oof, they're, they're not making it easy on us. So let's, uh, it, I do see that PG&E could change things anytime that they want for their benefit. And uh, they're, 
they are a for-profit company and they're not government owned. And so they can kind of get going on what they need to do to make money. And, uh, we don't really have a choice. So well, it's their power lines and their, you know, their transformers and that kind of thing. Yes, Adam. Doesn't the CPUC have to approve all these changes? Yeah, for sure. Uh, but if PG&E is saying, you know, we, you know, as I was mentioning, you know, our solar to service a non-solar client, let's just say is $10 a year to service a solar client. And I'm sure they have all the data is a hundred dollars a year. And they're going to say, you know, we can't just, you know, it's not fair for the non-solar customers to subsidize the solar customers. So, mm-hmm. Oh boy. <laughs> Can I make a, I mean, a counter argument to that? <laughs> the solar oh, customers are helping support the grid, right? Definitely. But who's making, is PG&E making money off of the solar customers? Not really. So yeah, they're, they're taking, uh, all right. Anyway, I guess that's yeah. another podcast. <laughs> it is. Yeah. We're, we're expanding, but essentially, yeah, if you're listening to this, wherever you are, uh, if, especially in California, uh, contact your local congressman, state senator, governor, the CPUC, you know, we need your assistance. We need your help. And uh, we want to keep solar affordable for everybody. We want to keep solar in business because even if you didn't go with my company, 90%, that's a lot of solar companies, 1800 solar companies just in Southern California. So wow. that would drop to, you know, approximately 200 so that's, and good luck trying to get any of them out <laughs> to service a, somebody else's system. It's, it's a big, it's going to be a tremendous mess. So, um, yeah, oh boy. Uh, we, we need to keep solar going for sure. Thank you. Wow. All right. All right. We're going to wrap it up there. Thank you. All right. We shall. If you have a question for Jamie, for an upcoming episode, you know what to do. You can go to our Facebook page. It's straight talk SolarCast. You can also go to our website, solarharmonics.com click on the podcast in the menu at the top and you'll be taken to a gallery of our past episodes it's searchable too so you can search uh, if you have a specific question on solar most likely jamie has answered it in a previous episode so go check that out if you have a spare moment please write us a five-star review wherever you downloaded this podcast that would be great and as always if you have a friend considering going solar this is a great podcast to introduce to them because they will save thousands upon thousands of dollars over the life of the system. So what better friend is there than that, I ask. Until next time. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.